This podcast is sponsored by Renewal by Anderson of Central Pennsylvania. If you need new windows or doors this March, you're in luck. Renewal by Anderson of Central PA is offering a 31-day sale, which involves $400 off every window and $800 off every door. And a free upgrade to smart sunglass. How about that? Call 717-727-7558 or drop by rbacentralpa.com slash deals for more information. Anger and frustration over the killing of an unarmed black man by police in a state in a different time zone manifested itself in a weekend of protest across Pennsylvania. The protest began peacefully with thousands gathered to cry out against injustice and police brutality. But as the day went on, they descended into violence, with looting and vandalism taking place in some cities. Police used pepper spray, tear gas, and other methods to quell the crowds. Curfews went into place. The National Guard was deployed. It was a weekend to remember. I'm Julia Hatmaker, and you're listening to Today in PA. When the night ends with cars on fire, windows smashed, and businesses aflame, it's hard to remember how the day began. Across the state, thousands gathered on Saturday to denounce the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis. Floyd died while being detained by police. A viral video showed his final moments, where he was left gasping for breath as a police officer knelt on his neck for nine minutes, even after Floyd lost consciousness. That officer, Derek Chauvin, has been fired. He has also been arrested and charged with manslaughter and third-degree murder. In Philadelphia, protests began with a kneel-in at City Hall, a nod to former NFL star Colin Kaepernick's peaceful protest during the performance of the national anthem at football games. At 2 p.m., roughly 3,000 assembled at the Philadelphia Museum of Art, according to the Philadelphia Magazine. But hours later, the crowd had changed and the mood shifted. Four city cop cars were set on fire, a Starbucks stand was burned, and City Hall's windows were smashed. With cops busy with protesters, looters took to the city's popular shopping streets, Chestnut and Walnut, to pilfer what they could. One store was set ablaze, resulting in a three-alarm fire that took hours to put out. The city issued an emergency 8 p.m. curfew, which many ignored. In the end, more than 200 were arrested, many being cited for violating curfew, others for looting, and still others for violence towards police. The Philadelphia Inquirer reports that 13 officers were wounded. In Pittsburgh, the story was much the same, with 45 adults and one juvenile being arrested and 71 businesses being damaged, according to the Pittsburgh Tribune Review. The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette reports that four police officers were hospitalized and at least three journalists were attacked by protesters. City officials claimed that the original peaceful protest had been hijacked by people who weren't interested in the movement, but instead had their own agendas. Looters weren't in Harrisburg, but police say the violence erupted when a protester smashed a cop car's window and hit an officer in the face. Police retreated and pepper spray was used to get the crowd to disperse. Bricks were thrown at the police as well. Multiple cop cars were damaged and property was too. In Erie, a video showed a police officer kicking a female protester who was sitting on the ground with her hands above her head. The woman, identified by Erie Times News as Hannah Silbaugh, said that she had been maced right before. Protests continued on Sunday. In Philadelphia, the focus moved from Center City to West Philadelphia, specifically to 52nd Street, a street filled with small, black-owned businesses. Looters tore apart the shops and tear gas was deployed by police against protesters. Another curfew was put into place. The National Guard was deployed in the city and in Montgomery County to support the police. 
A Pittsburgh protest had several people spray-paint public property, but was otherwise peaceful. A protest in Lancaster, however, grew to more than a thousand as it moved to block traffic in a city street, according to Lancaster Online. Police responded by using pepper spray on the crowd. Five were arrested. Not all protests over Floyd's death involved violence, however. Marches in Reading, State College, Allentown, and Bethlehem were all peaceful, according to the Reading Eagle, Center Daily Times, and Allentown Morning Call. And amidst the news of violence, there were moments of community. In both Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, citizens came out Sunday morning to sweep away glass from broken windows and clean graffiti off walls in their community after the protests from the day before. In Pittsburgh, Russell Ruffalo was one of those volunteers. He wore a shirt that said Justice for George Floyd on the front, and the protest was hijacked on the back as he cleaned. He expressed his frustration to the Post-Gazette. I was not here for the riots afterwards, but I was here when 2,000 or more Pittsburghers stood strong and unified, he said. And I want to make sure that message does not get lost in the actions of those idiots who did the rioting and hurt the people they should have been standing with. Be sure to check out PenLive.com for the latest news about Pennsylvania. I'm Julia Hatmaker, and I'll be back tomorrow morning with another episode of Today in PA. Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe and have a marvelous Monday. This podcast is sponsored by Renewal by Anderson of Central Pennsylvania. If you need new windows or doors this March, you're in luck. Renewal by Anderson of Central PA is offering a 31-day sale, which involves $400 off every window and $800 off every door. And a free upgrade to smart sunglass. How about that? Call 717-727-7558 or drop by rbacentralpa.com deals for more information.